Catherine Utting, here we are. A friend of yours sent me a message about what your 13-year-old girl is going through, brave little warrior girl that she is. Catherine, can you tell us all what is going on in your daughter's Catholic school? Okay, so my daughter has been asked to do a survey, a Timahu survey, and she alerted me to this about two days ago. Um, and I read through it and I had grave concerns. But previous to that, I have been battling with the school um, when I was alerted by Family First, um, amongst other channels, as I've been, you know, looking at what's been going on since um, since the COVID lockdowns and realised something wasn't right. And, yeah, it just kind of flabbergasted, flabbergasted me what Family First were saying about the sexualization of our children and the sort of books that were being issued out, like Welcome to Sex, which is now in all of the... Um, New Zealand libraries. So I emailed my daughter's vice principal and they said they weren't taking part in the Pride um, month of June, which I was very happy about, but that they were going to take part in Pink Shirt Day. Now, for me, Pink Shirt Day is under the guise of the same. So anyway, we had a conversation about that, but they were adamant that was going ahead. My daughter did go to school and she didn't wear pink and she didn't make a donation and she took a stand in the school that day. Um, what I'm trying to teach my daughter to do is to be resilient and to be strong, um, you know, and not to actually hide away because it's really, really important that um, she gets an education and she shouldn't, in my opinion, have to hide at home. She's an only child. She's got good friends there and she likes the company of her, of her school. And that, anyway, and so that, that is, and that is that's Sorry. critical. I, I would back you up all the way. I think there's another thing to teach our children. You don't have to be herded into one way of thinking. If someone no. wants to wear a pink shirt, fine. If someone doesn't, that is their choice in a supposed mm -hmm. free society. So I back you up all the way on that. Um, you know, I've had to, you know, Joan, has, my daughter Joan has had to kind of stand on her own and be strong from the very beginning. I sent her to school, you know, not jabbed. I sent her to school with no mask. She wasn't going to school without one of those on her base. And mm -hmm. um, told her what she had to say, you know, if uh, children pointed out at her um, and if she got hassled by the teachers. And, um, you know, had to send many emails to them um, and eventually got her exemption um, accepted. Um, you know, and it was really upsetting for her to see all the other children in her class masked. And they, you know, they would deliberately um, at lunchtime was the only time they were allowed to take them off. And they would deliberately eat their lunch really, really slowly and not, you know, oh. um, hang out with each other. Whereas before they used to eat quickly because they wanted to hang out and do things, run around and, and be physical and be active outside. They deliberately ate really slow because it was the only time they were allowed to take their masks off. You know, and my daughter would come home crying. She's also said to me that, mum, 90-something percent of the children in the school are vaccinated. She said so. I don't know how long I'm going to have my friends for. Oh, Catherine. What an incredible young 13-year-old she must be, Joan. It's, it's disgraceful, you know, at age 13, knowing that some of her friends won't be around maybe in the next two to five years, because I've had to tell her how deadly the vaccines are. She's had to have a running plan while she's at school if they come in and try to do anything without my consent. So I've had to tell her from the beginning that they're deadly and that you're not to be brought in under the guise of, you know, trickery and mm. persuasion, because we know throughout New Zealand that many children over 12 were being vaccinated, especially at one of our other schools here for free Burger King. 
Um, and then they were targeting all the vulnerable parents because they can't make their own decisions, addicts, you know, or people that were dealing with family violence and so on, and just going ahead and doing it, especially all up the East Coast here and in all of the Marais. So Gisborne is quite asleep. Um, we don't have a big group, um, so we are doing our best, but her school and her principal personally are just... Oh, they're just so woke. They just, they don't want to know anything. Uh, we've tried, I've tried, I've had other people try to warn them and, and share information and um, you just get shut down. Now we've done a piece on abortion. We've done a piece on a very sexualized book that was going in our libraries. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know that other groups, including uh, I'm aware of Family First doing some and many other groups doing pieces and work on this rampant spread of sexualization of the very yes. young. Sorry, I kind of went off topic. Yeah, no, it's 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 very important. It all ties in to a hurting and a breaking and a sort of mesmerizing, hypnotizing of our young. What is the issue today? What where where is your daughter right now? What is going on? We we're recording this at about 10 past nine in the morning. Where are they now, those school children? Okay, so my daughter's at school right now and they've been asked to fill out the survey today. My daughter is the only one in year nine not completing it. And mm. um, they all got told they were getting a free five dollar cafe voucher and oh, um, bribing our young, bribing our children. Yeah. Yeah. What is that about? I know. Yeah. Luring them in, as usual, as we know, they've been bribing them from the beginning, haven't they? Um, so I gave my daughter five dollars and I said, you buy yourself a lovely treat um, at the cafe because we are organic here and we're very aware of of, you know, that they've been putting toxins into our food for years you know, and meeting and conveniently keeping us sick so that we keep buying their pharmaceutical drugs and blah, 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 you know, all the rest of it. And I said, today, you can have whatever you like. You can have, you, you just, you just treat yourself and you don't worry about it. Her teacher came up to her privately yesterday and said to her, we'll make other arrangements for you to do something today because um, her class will be sitting. It's a series of two um, tests. One, uh, both last 40 minutes and then a 30 minute test. Um, so I guess that's altogether 80, 120, 130 minutes of their time today will be on this survey. The survey is called Timahu survey. Now, I didn't know a lot about it and I still don't, Liz. I, I have sent you um, a link um, that I just looked up this morning. But my daughter took this out of her school bag two days ago and she said, oh, Mom, I have to do this survey at school and I'm just going to do it on Thursday. And I went, oh, OK, OK, Joan. Um, I said, have you got any information on it? Because I didn't receive any emails or anything online. So you know what kids are like. The letter was scrunched up in the bottom of her school bag. She was, oh, I meant to give this to you probably earlier. And um, so I took it out and I read it. And, and when my daughter came home from school, I said to her, look, I said, it's really important that if you get any information from the school, um, that you take the time to sit down with mum and read it, especially in these times. And she understood what I said. And I read through it thoroughly and then I emailed the school and said she wouldn't be taking part. And what really concerned me was initially it seemed OK because it talked about um, covering um, an assessment on the children's level of learning and stage of learning that they're at in year nine with maths and science. But then it further went on to talk about um, the children's perceptions and attitudes and experiences of their home and their school environments. And the topics covering um, your family, home backgrounds, your physical health, emotional well-being, your attitudes to maths and science came last in that in that um, in the letter. 
um, which made me just deeply concerned. And as I read further on, then it said you will also be asked about your parents, including their education and occupations. And I thought, well, what's that got to do with maths and science? And and why is Timato needing to know um, private information? And then it further went on to say some personal information is also collected from you or your school for the administration and analysis of the study. Name, sex and gender, birth date and learning support needs. So when I saw the sex and gender on there, I thought, no. So my concern is that this, so TMATU apparently is filled out every four years. Um, and it has been apparently um, set up. Now, I'm not sure if it, what it came under four years ago, because the TMATU that I looked up online is a branching of the Ministry of Health. And it looks to me like it was set up in 2021. So maybe it existed under... I don't know another name previously, and it's been updated. Catherine, do we have do we have do we have an English name for Timatu? Okay, do we, do we have it in English? Oh, sorry, no, no, sorry. Um, I have to I have to further look into that. No, the they they, of- they do this. They do very obscure Maori names. Yes, it's the same as the propaganda department, Te Punaha Matatini. They don't yes. say the the labor propaganda Goebbels department, but mm-hmm. it is a propaganda department. But they put it under an obscure Maori name. Yes, cunning. Mm. So Tematu, okay, we we don't know what that is, but it looks like it's linked to the Department of Education, which is looking. Yeah, I had repo. I had to look online, and it said Timahu is you know an initiative set up with the Ministry of Education, and that they're re- revamping and renewing it because they're concerned, or because they want to improve school learning and school initiatives and perceptions. I'm like, okay. And then there were all these Maori words, which I don't understand. I'm from Ireland and yeah. I respect the Maori culture, but you know, it's not my strongest point. But as you say, so, it's kind of, they made it really confusing how, how it's all, it's guised under all these really nice words that to be honest, if you know the underlining meaning of them, they're extremely frightening. Initially it's saying they're, you know, it's a maths and science assessment, right? Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to wanting information about me, my husband, our jobs, what we do at home, that's then it wants odd. to know about my daughter's emotional well-being and how she's feeling. And then it wants to discuss her sex and gender. And no. there's actually a separate questionnaire away from the maths and the science asking, which is 30 minutes long, which just actually pertains to all of that. Oh. And I messaged her school and I said, what has sex and gender and my personal private information that has nothing to do with Timahu got to do with an assessment on maths and science? So yes, no. when I got this letter, I brought it around to my friend, and she was she was talking with her other friend and sharing this letter I'd received, and her friend rung us back and look, I haven't got all the information there either, but this information um go is being sent to Boston College in the USA, and apparently I don't know enough about it, but I looked up Boston College and it's defined as the Jesuits, um, uni- research university. And that, you know, sent alarm bells out to me. And I have a feeling that the 15,000 New Zealand students around the country that are taking part in this will be Roman Catholic schools. Um, And then this information is sent there. And my friend Linda, her friend said that Jacinda Ardern is over there now and she's involved with Boston University and Harvard very strongly. I knew she was involved in Harvard, in Harvard, 
but I don't know her connections with Boston. And I don't have a, enough information for you because I haven't looked further into it. But as soon as I saw the, the third section on um, asking private family information and wanting to Joan to identify what sex and gender she, she is in this questionnaire, I was like, no, this is this is under the guise of maths and science, but I'm I'm concerned they're wanting to collate information on young children. And there was individuals, you know, randomly selected for this. And on the letter that you have, is there yeah. anything on that letter declaring that link with Boston University? Or was yes. it there is is what is yes. the line on that letter? Um, because I, I'm it's two I it's only two pages long. I mean I could read the whole letter out to you, or shall I just read out where the just research read, is Just read the paragraph that links it with is are they saying openly this information yeah. will be sent to Boston University? Okay. So who are the researchers? We are we are researchers from Timahu at the Ministry of Education and are responsible for collecting TIMSS data in New Zealand, which stands for Trends in International Mathematics and Science Study. The international researchers are based at Boston College in the United States. That is so sinister. Just... Just the first part of that sentence, Catherine, you are absolutely right. They keep talking about maths and science. And yet, as you say, they are asking about family and gender mm. and, and sex. That yes, is it's, yes, it's three components to it. There's two 40-minute tests and then a 30-minute test at the end, which is correlating information about the child and the family. Mm. And what, what I don't see why that's necessary. I, I think that when these... Um, surveys were done before it was just maths and science and it wouldn't surprise me if in 2021 the new improved survey or exam that, that, that these children are doing slipped that in I have a feeling it wasn't there before that you know gender and sex and family information so tell what me are they doing with that information it goes apparently into a um, the national research coordinator coordinates apparently all that information um, and I'm under, um, and then I'm presuming uh, they link in with Boston and I'm not sure what they do from there. But it all goes on to a data system. The, the children are sitting there that are do, doing it now are doing it on their computers and they've you know, got to log into a link that the coordinator at our school has given them and follow the um, test um, individually. Do we know if this is happening only in Catholic schools or in all schools? Do As I, I, do, yes, I don't know. All I know is that it's been so you and your class. I'm oh, sorry, I'll just read this section out for you. You and your class have been selected at random to represent New Zealand in TIMSS 2023, a large research study that takes place every four years all around the world. About 15,000 New Zealand students from around the country will be taking part in this. Students like you from more than 60 countries will also be taking part. Mm -hmm. um, this participated since 1994 and the study assesses your skills and knowledge in maths and science. The study also collects information on your perceptions, attitudes and experiences of your home and school environments. That just that just reeks of wrong. It really yeah. is there is no place in in young people giving personal information away and very little information about where that will end up. 
That's extraordinary. Mm. So did you, what were the steps you took, Catherine, before we finish? Did you go to the school? Did you ring the school? Or was it simply that Joan has gone and said, I'm not doing it? I just emailed the vice principal and the coordinator and told them that I wasn't happy for my daughter to do it because I didn't feel it was necessary for her to be answering questions about sex and gender, mm. but I was happy for her to ask questions about maths and science. But because that was in there, she wasn't going to do it. And I added in there that my daughter identifies as a female. She's very happy being a female. And I am very concerned about the um, um, gender ideology that mm. is, I, no, I, put, I am appalled um, in regards to the gender ideology that is currently going on in schools. So my daughter will not be taking part, you know, on today. On the and 12th. did you get any reply, any call, any concern from the school? No. I, well, I got a reply saying that Joan will be taken out of it. And that was it. They don't, it, I, I have sent numerous emails with my concerns and generally, you know, they work around that topic, but they don't actually, you know, address it. And it's credit to you that you're such a great mum and that you really are aware of what your daughter's going through. There'll be many busy working parents stressed about their mortgage and money and, mm -hmm. and time at work who have, will have no idea this is being done. For me, even the, the brain shift of gender and sex, it just took a moment to even get that. Gosh, they're really differentiating it now, aren't they? They're really putting yeah. that in the heads yeah. of the young people. My, my daughter said she has, within her group of friends, there's a couple now that identifies gender fluid and, and all sorts. And she said, you know, it's it's not just a concern what's going on, you know, in the schools. I, I mean, I have to say her school, uh, I have been reassured that they are holding the line, but that they do follow this the New Zealand school curriculum. But we know the New Zealand school curriculum, you know, is following the um, relationships and sexuality education. And if you read through that, you know, it's it's absolutely appalling and inappropriate um, what's what's being put in there. And is that, that. is that coming through from the UN or from the World Economic Forum or from a combination of them? I think it's coming through from a combination of them. The mm. United Nations are the ones, though, that are strongly pushing it. Very much. And, um, what I've read in terms of what they, they've got planned for our children is um, is far worse than the readings of the relationship and sexuality education documents that we've got here in New Zealand. We're talking in many centres about the profound breakdown by these successive governments of our family structure. And that feeds right yes. into Marxist agenda. They very much want to break down the strong male warrior fathers who will speak up for families. They want to get the women strident and out and work all the time and not there with the children. And then they want the children broken. It is a dark, dark agenda. What would you love to see to finish off because we at New Zealand Loyal intend very much when we are in governance to honour the family unit. It's the place to start the healing of our society, we believe. What would you like to see? Well, the main issue that I have here um, where I live is that there's a serious lack of knowledge. Mm. So a lot of parents do not know that the relationships and sexuality education documents exist. And if they do, they wouldn't necessarily know what's in them. And the problem is different schools are indoctrinating it in different severities. We have a school up the road where my uh, friend's daughter came on crying at age 11 and um, where the vice principal was calling her a nit. And yeah, the mother had to ring up and say, well, can you not refer to my daughter as that? And the vice principal's reply was, well, we need to get the children familiar with pronouns and, um, you know, being called 
um, being respectful of, you know, um, other, na other names being used. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's just a tiny example of, you know, what's deep-seated corruption that's going on. But the, the real problem, too, is um, with the 90-something percent of Jones School being vaccinated, um, you know, they're all trusting the system and they're all work and they're all so busy that they don't really take the time to put aside to actually look, 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 you know, on, underneath what's actually going on. Like this letter could look perfectly innocent, but if you if you read it a couple of times and you look back on, you know, the other information that they're asking um, and then learning that Jacinda is actually over there right now and what she's doing, um, it's definitely time. It's definitely um, deliberate. It's yeah. deliberate and it's... They're wanting uh, to collate information on our children and use it against them for very, very sinister, for very, very sinister reasons. I which feel. we may only find out in the years to come and we must mm. now stand up, stand together mm. and speak out against this. Yeah, so it's informing parents. It's finding ways to inform them. You know, we're doing everything that you're doing, Liz. You know, I'm, I walk the streets. I have pamphlets in a bag. I go up to people. I do two to three hours, three, four days a week. My husband goes door to door putting leaflets in. Um, we're getting a lot of stuff censored online. So I'm I'm going, when you go person to person, you can have that conversation, switch my phone off. Um, and I find, I've found that I'm going, you know, talking one-to-one -one is having a, a better effect. You know, when you send someone all these links and they just don't want to know, Whereas when you go up to them and you and you to share with them a personal story about your daughter, your mother, your father, whoever it may be, and that's you know how we can reach and open their hearts, and then hopefully let them see that there's more concerning stuff you know that's um, that's going on. You know, I I don't have the support of any of my family. I've come from a big family. They're they're all they've all gone the other direction. You know, watched them get very sick, and um, yeah, so you know it's a. It's a bat. I've made my own family here in New Zealand because it's a, a battle I'm not supported with with my with my own family. I would very much like to come to Gisborne and meet you one day, or when we are in Wellington, for you to come to Wellington and us to meet you. I I I can see you will have a great deal to offer as we open up this country to the horrors and the healings that are needed. I think I think you're an extraordinary woman. Thank you for speaking out with such courage. And I am absolutely certain, Catherine, that Joan in future years will will herself become a future leader of this country because of the courage and the and the uh, the incredible uh, willingness to tell the truth that her mother has given her. I look forward Thank to keeping in touch, Catherine, very much. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for your time. And I wish you all the best. You're an amazing woman and make sure that you're looking after yourself and, you know, taking some time out. Um, the letter, when you do get time, if you read through it, it'll, it'll make it a little bit clearer. But um, basically just to tell everybody that, you know, it's a survey going out to all the high schools, from what I believe, yeah. onto the guise of assessing, you know, academic the children academically with other questions sneakily put in there. So I encourage every parent with any documentation that they bring home from school to make sure that they're reading. And when their child comes home from school and you ask them, how was their day? And they go, good. Well, that's not enough information. Sit down with them and ask them what they've done with their day. Sit down and take the time to find out what's been going on and and, and take action. The school are not the, the um, ones that we should be intimidated by. Um, we need to stand up to them. Um, a principal is not God. Excuse the analogy. It's the wrong analogy, actually. 
but you know they're not someone we should be afraid of like the politicians we are the parents and we tend to be well i have often been intimidated by authority and because i feel they're cleverer than me and they know what to say and what to do don't be intimidated by authority stand up to them and ask questions you know they're your children Brilliant advice. And we often say in our meetings this, the government at the moment are not your friends. Mm. And I would say this, the Ministry of Education in New Zealand is not a friend to our children, is not looking after our children in a way that is truly responsible for their mental well-being. So there is mm. much to be investigated when we get in. Could you send me the link to the writing about relationships and sex that you've mentioned a couple of times? And we'll add that yes. underneath for parents to do their research. And Catherine, I meant it. We must keep in touch. I, I offer you my deep gratitude for sharing this to help other parents. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Liz.